Hey everybody, you're listening to Beyond 1894. This is the official podcast of Louisiana Tech University. My name is Gavin Kelly from the Office of University Communications, and our guest for this episode across from me right now is Dr. Donna Hood. She is the Associate Dean for Undergraduate Studies in the College of Applied and Natural Sciences, and she is a professor of nursing. She's going to tell us a lot about the nursing program and her sort of nursing journey. Uh, Donna, thank you for being here today. Thank you for the invitation. So, um, we're going to talk about the nursing program here, but I think we would be remiss if we didn't speak about how you got to the nursing program here and sort of your nursing journey as well. So kind of take us back to the start, to the beginning, where you're from and how you sort of decided that this would be your career and sort of the journey that it's taken you on. Well, I'm a Ruston girl. Actually, I grew up on, on the campus, you could say. I was uh, kindergarten through eighth grade at a Phillips Laboratory School. Um, actually started in the old school that's right about where we are right mm-hmm. now in Wiley Tower and moved into the the new school. So had the opportunity to see tech students all around me. That was just sort of, there was a great energy about that. So I think that was implanted in me when I didn't even realize it. Um, but I always was interested in science, uh, particularly biology, chemistry. I knew I wanted to go in the healthcare direction. I wasn't positive in high school which direction I would go, but by the time I I selected a major, I selected nursing, and I have never regretted it Mm -hmm. and uh, just stayed in that direction. It's been a good number of years now. Yeah, what was what would have been your second choice? Because you you know you mentioned healthcare, so were you leaning medicine? I you know I, I didn't know whether to go the physician route or the nursing route. Um, but nursing has been an exciting career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I never really second-guessed uh, second that decision. Mm-hmm. So you start school. Walk us through, you know, sort of your education and then where you went from there. After finishing my uh, BSN, my Bachelor of Science in Nursing, I started in neonatal intensive care at St. Francis Medical Center and loved it. It was a a favorite area of clinical for me in school and found it a fascinating area to work. Uh, I'm a learner Mm -hmm. and worked alongside or worked with Dr. Terry King just the rock star in pediatric cardiology and was so blessed because he saw the value in um, a top-notch educated nursing team Mm -hmm. and he took every opportunity to train us um, every single day so that that really fueled my love for learning I think and and maybe indirectly showed me how important it was to be a a passionate teacher. You were learning kind of at that time then about teaching, but was thinking about teaching on your mind at that point? When did that kind of become part of it for you? Never. I I was not thinking about it in my NICU days. I loved it. I was really pretty consumed by it, became the unit manager in that area. Uh, So it was a 24-7 kind of responsibility. What changed was having children. Mm. And uh, when I became a mom, then it made it a little more difficult to have that 24-7 responsibility. And I had to make a tough call to maybe switch my career a little bit in order to balance balance family, put the time into family that, 
that I really wanted to to put in. So uh, made a change. You know, one great thing about nursing is you can you can make make changes. And so I finished a shift probably 11 o'clock at at night in uh, at St. Francis, and I was at Northern Louisiana Medical Center starting ambulatory surgery at 5:45 the next wow. morning. So you know that's one thing about nursing. It's it's a 24 hour a day uh, job, but with my change, I was able to um, be home on the weekends, be home on holidays, and I found, wow, it was great having patients that could talk to me. Yeah, so sure. I enjoyed that. But while I was there, you know, still didn't think about teaching, but a colleague picked up um, an adjunct instructor role at, at Louisiana Tech and did a clinical group, and she said, you know what, Donna, you really ought to consider this. Look look at this. I was working on my master's at the time mm-hmm. and said, well, maybe I'll give it a try. And I was so embraced by the faculty here. Uh, they just took me under their wings, you know, showed me how important it was to have great mentors in nursing education and went from, I'll admit now, a fast 30 years ago from a, uh, an adjunct clinical instructor to a full-time position, uh, really just embraced by those mentors, uh, Patsy Bourgeois, Lou Murphy, Nancy Darlin. Those were the maternal child mentors for me in my life. And, um, you know, they supported me. They guided me. <clears throat> they helped me really learn what it was like to be an educator now. And uh, they pushed me, you know, sort of like uh, mother birds. They, they were nourishing sure. me. I was growing. But they also pushed me out of the nest. But they were there watching looking after me, uh, modeling for me how to really soar and fly and take on on new responsibilities that I found fascinating. And that really made the opportunity at, at Louisiana Tech so rich. There were so many different things I could do. It was not just teaching in the classroom, just being with your mm-hmm. students in the clinical environment. I loved those two things. But, you know, Picking up the areas of service, picking up the um, continued scholarly activity, and those mentors really guided me and showed me how to do it, and I found that that made my job really, really fulfilling. So, talk to me about some of the parallels between the nursing, nursing part of your career and teaching, and sort of what you carried over um, from being in that nursing setting versus being in the classroom, and sort of how it was different, because I'm sure... It's different. It's, you know, kind of a completely different career in a lot of ways. But I have to imagine that things that you learned as a nurse carried over into what you brought into the classroom as a teacher. It's all about modeling to Mm me. It's all about instilling a a passion for what we do. And I think that's a passion for your patients, a passion for those Mm. families. Um, And we need to model that for our students. And that's what I, I find Louisiana Tech... Louisiana Tech's nursing faculty do extremely well. You know, model that caring attitude that um, we are here to support you and help you through good days, through some Mm -hmm. of life's toughest days. But I think those are carryovers, that things I did as a nurse now also do as a a faculty member, um, helping to support our students who are, you know, in a tough curriculum, yes, I mean, it, yeah. it, it's tough. And nursing's going to be tough out there. It, it's challenging. Mm-hmm. 
but it's so rewarding. So, uh, you know, modeling that, showing how we did it, encouraging them in the ways that they do it, but instilling in them that, that real love to continue learning because right. that's critical for a nurse. Right. Um, how long have you been associate dean? Since um, <laughs> just months before COVID. Um, Perfect timing, de- right? <laughs> December of of uh, nineteen. So yeah, okay. yeah. Was that um, was that change something you kind of had planned on? Did it kind of just fall into you and you just took it on? Talk to me about kind of what stepping up into that role was like. You know, I don't think I ever anticipated a. a, a curve or a change in my journey. Um, went from nursing faculty member to director of that program, loved it, mm-hmm. finished my PhD and, and, and switched into that role, loved those years. But then when this opportunity um, presented itself, you know, I, I thought, well, I'm up for a, a new challenge. Sure. Uh, again, continuing to learn. And wow, you know, my, my, um, umbrella has really grown. I knew nursing. I love nursing. And now within the College of Applied Natural Sciences, nursing's there, Mm -hmm. but also biology, medical laboratory science, um, nutrition, dietetics, fashion merchandising, retail studies, animal science, uh, you know, forestry, geographic information science. I mean, so many different areas. And I find I'm I'm, I'm learning every day. And, uh, you know, pulling over those things I learned as a nurse to, I I think, make me a a better um, associate dean. Mm -hmm. A lot of what I do is interacting with our students, helping our students when they have challenges, they have problems, and supporting them and guiding them, um, you know. Some of those things that you do as a nurse. Yeah, treating them like <laughs> patients, you know, in a lot of ways. Um, so let's talk about the nursing program here. Let's talk about how it's special, why it's special, what kind of connections the students make, what their journey's like here. I mean, I'm sure we could talk all day about it, about why it's, you know, a pivotal piece of the programs here at the university. But kind of just tell us about nursing and tell us about what's happening with nursing that is good for a student that's coming through the program? Ah, uh, that's that's an easy one to share. Um, there is a special culture here. I think there's a special culture across the university, but I know within nursing, it's a family. Just that same sense of um, support that I felt as a new faculty member coming here, I mean, that's part of that nursing culture. We embrace each other. We're here for each other's success. And so when a student comes in, our biggest goal is, is for them to succeed. We need great nurses out there. Yeah. So our goal is in a tough curriculum, come along beside you, motivate you, encourage you, hold that, that bar high, set mm-hmm. that high standard. But our goal is to come alongside you and help you reach your goals and just um, have many successes in your career. So, uh, you know, th- nursing's a family. I know that a lot of it is practical, too. There's a lot of hands-on experience throughout that, you know, journey in the program. Tell us about that. From day one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of hands-on experience. You're learning a new a, a new way to think, a new way to act. And it's amazing as a, as a new student coming in to even walk into a patient's room, someone you don't know, 
and start a conversation there. Yeah. You know, it, that's a skill to learn. So, you know, that faculty is right beside them, showing them, guiding them, uh, modeling that, um, giving feedback, you know, <laughs> in ways that, that they did, things they did well and in ways that they can improve. You know, we've, we've got a, a lab there that mm-hmm. goes from, um, you know, what we call sort of task trainers. You're, you're still learning tasks, you know, how to start an IV, give an injection, you know, all those kinds of things nurses do, but also how to um, make good decisions. That that clinical decision-making, that clinical judgment is something that you, you've got to be able to practice. And it's nice to do it in, say, a simulation lab mm-hmm. when you've got your faculty beside you to give feedback, your, stu- your, your, co, um, your students, your peers, uh, giving you feedback, um, that that's very helpful in the classroom, on campus. But then that clinical time uh, in the hospital is critical for the, the education of a nurse. And I tell you, our students come out so well prepared. They, uh, It's a program of excellence, mm-hmm. and that excellence is, is recognized uh, over and over and over. Our graduates tell us the compliments they get on um, how well prepared they are when they first step into these challenging roles and uh, how well prepared they are to continue their education and just fulfill their educational dreams. But I think it all centers around a supportive environment, um, a culture of excellence, but a culture of we want you to succeed. Mm -hmm. So... A student graduates from here, you know, they become, they get that nursing degree. What are, I imagine the most common career path is to become a nurse. Are there other sort of different paths? Like what's, what are some interesting pathways that you see a student take after graduation? They go into all different areas. Mm-hmm. You know, we just had someone recently go um, from a spring graduate mm-hmm. go in the military direction, just immediately after graduation, um, you know, we'll we'll have them go in from um, the babies and labor and delivery right. in neonatal intensive care, all through the adult areas, the ICUs. Um, yeah, we'll see them go into burn units. We'll mm-hmm. see them uh, transition after a little bit more experience into a lot of them doing travel, um, travel nursing now and going all over the country, um, going into the operating room, um, working in, in schools as school nurses, camp nurses, mm-hmm. uh, flight nurses. Wow. You know, they, they're, they are doing all kinds of things out there all across the, the country. You know, we've got, we've got one who recently was working on mercy ships, you know, so mission, um, medical mission types of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, nursing opens all those opportunities. Yeah, sounds like it. And, you know, like you said, they get the feedback from employers once they go into their field. And it's consistently echoed that the training that they've had here has prepared them well for all those different avenues. So I think that speaks to why the nursing program is so important and so special. Um, one of the things I want to talk to you about um, before I let you go is something that, again, I keep using the word special, but I think this is unique to the campus in a lot of ways. I think it goes beyond the campus because it affects the community and even beyond the Ruston community. Um, and that's our Parkinson Resource Center. So 
for those who don't know, tell us first what that is. Mm. Let me, if you don't mind, let me tell you a little bit about the journey of Please. sort of how we Please. got to it, because yeah. it's a little bit interesting too, uh, maybe in a, in a, a lesson I learned to never say no to an opportunity. So back when I was the uh, director of the nursing program, one of the faculty, um, Dr. Tara Haskins, came to me and said, you know what, I've, I've found this program. It's through the Parkinson Foundation. Uh, it's, it's the Edmund J. Safra Visiting Nurse Scholars Program. What do you think about me applying for that? And I thought, oh, wonderful. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a that's a win-win. You're willing to do it. It's just going to help our students. It'll, you know, be some extra for you. Um, typically, those programs are offered in the Northeast, but she said, came back and said, we know they're going to offer one in Birmingham, University of Alabama at Birmingham. And, uh, you know, I, I'm going to apply for that one. She came back into me uh, a, a few weeks later and said, you know what, they need one more person for this to make. Would you consider going with me? I thought, oh. <laughs> you know, I'm a maternal child nurse. You know, <laughs> this is not my area, but I want to support her. And so, you know, I'm a learner. I, I'm happy to go. Right. Let's go. Let's let's do this. Right. We'd already been exposed to, to what was going on on campus related to Parkinson's disease through the Rocksteady Boxing Program. Mm-hmm. And that was really fascinating. It was it was newly formed here, and we were, you know, sort of excited to see how we might could plug in with nursing and with Rocksteady Boxing. Uh we went to this immersion experience at UAB, and I came away from that thinking, wow, what can we do at Louisiana Tech to offer some of the things that we saw offered through this movement disorder center at this uh, you know, large medical center of excellence? What can we do for our folks here in Ruston? And so we, we brainstormed on that drive back from, from Birmingham, um, thinking all the way through, what resources do we have? And we've got some great resources at Louisiana Tech. I mean, yeah. we've got the, the, um, the faculty that have skills. Yes, we may not have pulled it together around Parkinson's disease, but we've got a lot of expertise on this campus. So we started with a grant and uh, came. Parkinson Foundation supported us there. Uh, another part of our requirement for this immersion experience was to complete a project of our choosing and chose a, a, a qualitative study for the care partners of those who had spouses in the Rocksteady Boxing Program. Because we saw, you know, there's a wealth of information there. And it was, it was really a, a life-changing type thing for me. You know, <laughs> changed my journey, opened my eyes to, to needs and ways that we could help meet those needs. And we did that through the establishment of the Parkinson Resource Center. One great thing about Louisiana Tech is the collaborative spirit. And so oh, yeah. every time I reached out to a, a faculty member, maybe it was someone in speech-language pathology, to say, hey, have you ever thought about the Lee Silverman voice treatment or LSVT loud to help folks with Parkinson's? Eyes light up. They said, let's check into it. The next thing I know, hey, they're they're – they're being trained, and their graduate students are being trained in that, and they're being able to offer it under that Parkinson Resource Center umbrella to our Parkinson community. Uh, reached out to Nick Bistamonte mm-hmm. and, and the VISTA program to say, okay, 
We are not designers, but we need to be able to work on some communication of, of what we're offering here and connected us with a student. So through art, through the VISTA program, you know, we were able to develop some of our, um, you know, awareness materials. Uh, the VISTA program, which, like you said, collaborative spirit was born out of collaboration. And now you're collaborating with it just snowballs anyway. Excellent. Yes, yeah. yes. And it means so much, and we can do so much more when we do it together. Uh, just this year, you know, not only did we offer um, a music and movement program that incorporates movement and dance and, and that important exercise component, but we added uh, the more voice component and reached out, and, and Shayla Blake from the School of Music started our, our North Louisiana Parkinson's Chorale. So we've got so many great things going on across this campus. And every time I reach out to say, hey, what do you think about, I, I get a yes. And our the faculty from across this campus have, have joined with us. And I think we're making a difference. We're, we're using our strengths uh, to really serve that Ruston community and way beyond the Ruston community, but our full Parkinson community. Yeah, talk talk for just a minute about kind of the impact that you've seen and the feedback you've gotten from participants in that program. Because, I mean, you say you're making a difference, and I know for a fact because I've I've heard some of the things they've had to say about it. Ah, oh, yeah, that it's a hard road. Yeah, it's a hard diagnosis. Um, but to have that support and um, encouragement and offer the programming and, um, you know, bringing that sense of community together I, it does make a difference. You know, I was in class yesterday with, with our group, and, and just hearing their feedback um, tells us this is why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and it's great to be able to see the what's going on with the model at Louisiana Tech uh, recognized really by the Parkinson Foundation across the U.S. Mm-hmm. and even internationally. I returned uh, two weeks ago from Barcelona from the World Parkinson Congress, and we were able to present what we were doing um, and, and share what's going on at Louisiana Tech with our model for the the PRC. Uh, we were recognized in in Kyoto, Japan, in 2019 for this work that's going on. So we've got some good things going on here. And I I really thank Louisiana Tech University for allowing that to happen and and for allowing my career to really grow in unexpected ways. You know, my my word to folks out there is don't uh, pass up opportunities. You never know where they'll take you. And it's it's exciting to continue to uh, grow and, and embrace the challenges that that come your way. Well, like you said, you like to learn and you've been learning and, it, and if it wasn't for that kind of attitude and the approach and the sort of situation you've put yourself in in your career, we wouldn't, you know, be talking about the Parkinson Resource Center and about your journey and things like that. So um, thank you for what you've done and what you do here. Um, thank you for being on the podcast today and Donna, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Beyond 1894. Please subscribe and rate us wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about this episode, you can check out our show notes. Beyond 1894 is produced by Louisiana Tech University's Office of University Communications.